Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's me, your hostess with the mostess. Okay, so um, really read the content warning. Um, I'm going to talk about some uh, little bit of woo. Um, uh, basically, today's episode is about how sometimes listening isn't all rainbows and orgasms, listening to the universe. Um, and I'm going to go dive into uh, my uh, adventures to Costa Rica. Um, so um, this isn't going to be necessarily a fun episode, but this will be uh, insightful. <laughs> so, so if you're looking for fun, go listen to some of the other ones. If you're looking for insights, today would be a good day to pay attention. Okay, so I don't even want to have this conversation. <laughs> Um, this is quite is going to be quite uncomfortable, but I made a promise to you, the audience, my listeners, that my orgasmic life was real, honest, raw, and authentic. And so um, I've been kind of avoiding recording this episode because I didn't really want to have this conversation, but it's important to have it. All right, here we go. So in February, um, I was supposed to go to Costa Rica for about a month. And um, of that time, I was, you know, with a, a couple of my fellow doms who we were creating, creating this beautiful, we created this beautiful vacation, um, a, you know, basically a kinky vacation and have this retreat. And so everything was all set up. Everything was ready to go. Everything was set up. Now, um, just before I left, um, I'd been having, I had been having health issues for a couple months and we still hadn't gotten to the source of it. So I just found a backstory there. And our next episode, I'm going to go dive into all of the health things that I've gone through over the last little while so that you, cause you know, I know my listeners care and you're like, Oh no, what's going on with Gaia. So, uh, I promise I won't sugarcoat it. I next week's episode will be all about what's going on in my health. Okay. All right. So I get on a plane, I go to Costa Rica. Now, um, really, really important. Did I tell you that yet? Oh, all right, actually, let's backtrack. <laughs> so 
actually, no, I'll I, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Anyways, so I have issues. I've had issues in the past um, around anxiety and around travel. And traveling is something that because of my past trauma is uh, has been very difficult. And there's been a lot of uh, vomiting and purging of my system. Okay. Um, and I've done all sorts of crazy things to heal that. So leading up to Costa Rica um, trip, I was already pretty depleted because I was dealing with all of those components of uh, my, my stuff. But, you know, I did really well, handled it, got on the plane, flew to Costa Rica, landed in Costa Rica, and uh, went and I was going to spend uh, a couple days with, um, you know, my, my bestie and, you know, fellow Dom goddess, um, Dana which you've probably heard or have many conversations on our radical, radically honest um, series, which we haven't done in a while. And we will be filming a bunch of episodes in a couple of weeks <laughs> if you miss us. <laughs> All right. So where was I? Oh, yes. So I go and I, you know, she, she arranged this guy to pick me up and guy picks me up and it's awesome and he's like this awesome dude who you know is quite you know quite uh quite the character and had quite the the seedy uh life uh past life in his before he moved to Costa Rica and so we're getting all caught up and he's quite spiritual and so it's now it's dark in Costa Rica and when I'm San Jose and we're going on these windy roads and hilly. And if you've ever been to San Jose and driving anywhere in Costa Rica, it's kind of crazy. So anyway, so it was pretty intense. And um, so I get to the, the, the beautiful uh, B&B, um, Airbnb that uh, Dana had, you know, booked for us. And, you know, I crashed and it was great. Now, my body is rejecting all food. So I spend me and Dana hanging out. I have zero energy. My energy is depleting, is depleting, is depleting. I'm eating normal food, eating food that I would normally be able to eat here. And again, I'm gonna, I'll get into the, all the logistics of all that stuff, uh, my health in next week's episode, okay? Um, so I'm trying to eat food and my body is rebelling and it's rejecting it. It won't let me eat anything. So I am, my energy is lower. I have no, I have no... <laughs> nothing, nothing, no calorie intake, nothing. And each day is getting worse and worse and worse. So we move over to the hotel to meet all of the people for the, we're going to go down to the jungle together and have our retreat and play in the ocean and all the beautiful things that were supposed to happen. And um, I'm like literally sitting outside of our hotel room and I can't move. I have no energies, like my whole body is completely powered down. And it occurs to me, probably for the first time, that I'm actually really sick. I've been kind of like, what, you know, you know, just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's whatever. It's no big deal. Whatever. I can handle it. Oh, whatever. And I've been like really downplaying it, not just to the people, but to myself. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, I'm really, really sick. And I'm hoping that once I get down to the jungle, I'll be able to, because I'll be in alignment with the, the, the jungle. This is my favorite place on earth. Um, 
that I'll be able, my body will be able to eat. My body will be able to consume food, which will give me some calories, which will give me some energy so that I'm not, because basically at this point I'm starving to death and I have been for quite a while. And um, I didn't actually realize how serious it was. So, you know, Dana goes to her room. I'm like, I'm going to go to crash. So I go to my room and then my body just starts purging and I'm puking and I'm shitting and I'm crying. <laughs> I'm puking and I'm shitting, I'm crying. And I don't even have anything in me to puke, but I'm still puking stuff. I don't even know where that's coming from. I don't know why, how I have anything in me to shit, but there it is. It's clearing out everything. And each time this happens, I'm like, now I'm like, okay, universe, what do I need to do? So this is where the piece around, okay, let's listen, right? Like this is the part of the whole point of the story is, um, you know, I asked the universe in my state of health, what do I need to do? And the universe, and I'm probably going to cry. Universe says to me, you have to go home. And I'm like, I can't go home. I have all these people. I have all these plans. I spent all this money. I'm like, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then I puke again and I shit again. And now I'm crying and I'm pleading and I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm pleading with the universe. I'm like, please, please let me go down to the jungle. Just let me get down there for like three days. Just give me three days in the jungle and I'll come home. I promise. And so I'm like, I'm pleading with divine God, universe, whatever to like, give me this. And the universe just keeps saying, if you go to the jungle, you're going to die. Now the universe isn't a drama queen. Like I am. Often the universe like, this is probably, here's a suggestion. And if you don't do it, there'll be a course correction, but it won't be like, it's not usually life or death. Like it's very rarely, there has been times in my life where the universe has said, if you do this, you're going to die. And I've listened to it. And so I haven't died. So when those words come in, come in I'm like, okay, I, ha I have to listen. And I don't want to listen. Hold on, I got to sneeze. <laughs> Every part of me is incredibly attached to, I've spent like six grand already for this uh, adventure. Um, you know, I was supposed to go to Costa Rica before COVID and, you know, I had rented a, a whole villa and I lost that money. So now we're sitting at like 11 grand. I'm like, I've spent 11 grand and I haven't even gotten to the jungle. And I love the jungle, like my soul, it's like where my soul sings. And if you want to understand that a little bit better, um, listen to some of the episodes I talk about my magic and the gifts that the jungle where I'm supposed to be going is gifted me. And, and so every part of my being is like, I don't want to leave because of money. I don't want to leave because my soul wants to go frolic. Um, and then this is the hardest one. The hardest one was, I'm going to let everybody down. Like all the people I've arranged this whole thing. I've set up this whole thing. And if I have to go home, they're going to have to step up. And I was, you know, I was the leader. I was the head of all of the things. And, you know, the people who came, came to hang out with me. And now they're not going to be able to see me and hang out with me. 
And so the hardest piece was this, this feeling of, well, I failed and I've let everybody down and, and, you know, well, maybe I can just, you know, get there and get everybody set up and then I can go home. And all of those things are going through my mind and the universe just makes me puke again, shit again, and says very clearly every time, if you choose to go to the jungle, you're not coming out alive. It's a choice you can make, but you're not going to come out alive. And so I spent all night trying to negotiate and trying to find a way, a loophole, <laughs> find a way that I could be okay. But I was really sick. And I'm actually quite still sick, but I was really, really sick there. And there was no, and if we, the other part was the big important piece is that I was two hours drive through a jungle to even get to any medical attention if something went really wrong. So, and I already knew things were going wrong. At least back here, if I had to go to emerge, I could, you know, the hospital is like, you know, a five minute, you know, car ride from my house. So I'm like, so I, I'm like, all right, I, I, I accept it and I agree. And I realize that this is really fucking serious. And so now everybody's meeting it in the lobby at 4am because we have an early flight to go down to the jungle and I haven't, you know, everybody's arrived. They're in the thing. They're waiting for me. They're all excited to see me. And I'm like, I can't go. I have to go home. And it was really hard. It's probably one of the hardest things. I mean, I've done a lot of hard things, but this was one of the hardest things to choose me, choose to listen, choose to let go of the ego, choose to let go of the money, choose to let go of all the things and choose me. And that was the, the hardest thing for me to do. And so I gave everybody hugs. I gave, you know, the, my two goddesses uh, as much information as I possibly could give them before the five minutes before they're supposed to get into the cab to go to the airport. Handed over a bunch of cash to cover some stuff for my, our people. And uh, off they went. And I cried and I cried and I cried. Cause it was hard. It was like, and then I had to wait until like 6am to see if I could get a flight back. And the earliest flight I could get back was the next day. And luckily my ho the hotel, like they moved some things around so I could just stay in my room, which was great. But again, I have no food. So like, you know, I'm eating almonds and that's it. <laughs> and meat sticks, which is not, you know, that doesn't have any calorie intake almonds and meat sticks is all that I have that all I can eat so I uh next day I you know they're all down they're all you know settled in I you know I've passed all the things everything and they're on their own and um I've hooked them up with my peeps down in the jungle and they're on their own and so now I have to try to get myself home and I go, I, you know, I'm walking through the airport in Costa Rica and I'm almost passing out. I have no energy. I'm like dizzy and I'm like, oh my God. So I managed to get through security and I have to take a bunch of breaks and I have to sit and, and, you know, I'm basically laying on the floor <laughs> waiting for our plane. 
I get on the plane as I, you know, as the day progresses, I have less, there's no food, I have nothing, right? So I just like, my energy just keeps zapping and zapping and moving out of me. And I'm like, I'm on the plane and I'm super dizzy. And I'm like, this is a good choice. Like, I'm really sick. (laughs) If I had any doubt that I should have come home, this was very much reinforced that it was a very good choice. Because then even on the other end, I, again, it doesn't occur to me because, you know, I think I'm invincible. So it doesn't occur to me to like, A, tell anybody that, hey, I'm like really weak and I'm going to need like, uh, you know, one of those, you know, wheelchairs or like somebody with a little trolley to like, you know, one of those little golf carts to like drive me in the other end of the airport, please. No, I'm just like, oh, I didn't even occur to me. So I get out of the airport on the other side and it's a long, and Pearson's a very large airport. <laughs> It's a long, very, very long walk from the gate to getting out of Pearson. And uh, I have to keep stopping. And uh, there's a group, <laughs> there's a group of older people that keep passing me. Heck, there was a, a family with like a two-year-old who was wa- just learning to walk <laughs> past me. <laughs> oh, so anyway, so I managed to get out of the airport. Uh, you know, my my partner comes and picks me up. He has blueberries and some things for me to eat that, you know, I could eat. And I, you know, basically pretty much carries me into the car. And, uh, and then I start the journey of trying to figure out what's going on with my health. And, and, uh, and I'll tell you all about that, you know, next week's episode of, of what's been going on and where things are at, things like that. So being home also while everybody was there because I was in the loop of all this stuff and so they were celebrating and they were happy and they're having a great time and you know they you know I'd set up great things like you know like a dolphin tour and swim with the dolphins and like super cool hikes and you know where there's fossils and like I you know it was so they're all enjoying it and sending me pictures and and I'm like trying to be loving and supportive of how much fun they're having without feeling well I was feeling and let's let's be honest I was feeling very envious and 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 very jealous of their fun um that they were getting to have that I couldn't have because I had to come home but um I needed to put that in check because it's not their fault they they just you know they miss me just as much as I miss them so so that was an interesting um journey and and to the people that I talk like my two people that I talk about all my stuff with are the two people that are there <laughs> and the two people I'm super envious of right who I would normally talk about how I was feeling. So that was an interesting, it was also an interesting little journey of like insight into myself of like, okay, well, you know, get your shit in order and use your tools and, um, you know, have your feelings and do your things that you need to do and, um, you know, and be happy 
um, and joyous for the, the beautiful gift that they're enjoying and they're experiencing. And so, you know, I had to do all of those things, but that's the part of being human, right? Is the, those when we get when we're disappointed we feel left out all those things so i i got to experience all of those human feelings <laughs> as well as the daily life shit <laughs> all right so uh hopefully um you know uh as soon as i sort out my stuff going on in my body and then i can actually travel out of ontario because i can eat and consume food um I will get be going back down to the jungle and having this wonderful experience that I set up in the first place. So hopefully that's sooner than later, but eventually it will happen. And then we will, you know, we will do a recap of, Hey, who wants to come down to the jungle? <laughs> All right. So what I really, really, so that's the story, but what I really want you to take away from this is how hard it can be like in the past in all fairness if the universe hadn't made it as extreme as it did with the puking and the shitting and very clearly with a very loud voice saying you will die um i probably would have pushed the envelope and ended up in the jungle with some serious consequences including possibly drowning and death because i had zero energy um, like, like I said, I couldn't even walk through the airport. How am I supposed to go for a hike or go swimming with dolphins in the ocean with currents? So, um, I'm very proud that one, the universe was very clear and that I chose to not be stubborn and I chose to listen. So I'm very happy for that. I mean, yes, I'm disappointed that I didn't get what I wanted, but I'm very happy that I chose that choice. Um, and I want to think, I just want to, you know, I shared this with you because I wanted to inspire everybody to make sure that we all do these things. Like we, we, we spend money on something, even though it may be not in our best interest anymore. Like we may have sent money on something that, you know, at the time seemed like a good time or a good, per like a good, um, you know, at the time it was a good idea. Um, but it doesn't serve you or it's not in line with you or it doesn't support your health or it doesn't support your happiness or it doesn't support something, but out of responsibility and obligation, whether that's financial responsibility or, um, you know, uh, obligation of responsibility in relationships, we often put what's in our best interest aside for the best interest of these other things, our bank accounts, our, uh, you know, um, being reliable, our identity, not letting other people down, these kinds of things, we don't say no, when we need to say no, we don't say yes to ourselves. And so that's why I wanted to share this story, because this is probably the hardest of them, all of the things that I had to say yes to myself, in spite of myself. And um, I'm grateful that I did that. I really am. And, um, you know, yes, you know, I've spent a lot of money uh, for, you know, Costa Rica that I haven't enjoyed. 
Um, but money is just money. I'll make more money. And, um, you know, I didn't get to frolic and spend glorious time with the people that came to the, to the retreat. Um, but there'll be other retreats. And I didn't get to, you know, show two of my closest people in my life, the most magical places for the very first time. No, I didn't get to do that, but they got to have some beautiful, magical experiences. And who says that those experiences weren't meant to happen without me, you know? So there's lots of, in the moment, it doesn't usually feel good. <laughs> I'll be honest, it doesn't feel good. But when we can look back on the thing, often listening to the universe is a, oh, after the fact. Oh, that makes total sense. Oh, that's why that happened. Oh, oh, that makes total sense. Thanks for having me. And it's this beautiful, my, my uh, belief system that the universe loves me and has my back was very challenged. <clears throat> um, it's a pretty core value for me. And as I was sitting in the hotel room, puking and shitting my brains out being told I couldn't go have fun um at the jungle I was like why do you hate me like it really challenged me challenged my belief that the universe was out to get me and sometimes those things that feel like that only feel like that because we're really attached to those outcomes so you know it is what it is. Everything, everything shows up how it's supposed to show up. Everything works itself out. And um, I invite you to like lean into those times where things aren't serving you. And not serving you doesn't always mean feeling good feelings because sometimes so, you know, sometimes things like, you know, having lots of sex, that feels really good. Sometimes that doesn't serve me. <laughs> Having a hundred orgasms. Awesome times. That doesn't necessarily over serve me in the long run. Eating this beautiful, yummy thing and eating too much of it uh, may feel good at the time, but it doesn't always serve us. It's a really interesting, this is a one time, one of the few times where it doesn't serve me was very uncomfortable because the thing that I, feel that was going to serve me didn't actually serve me and the thing I really wanted wasn't going to serve me and so so really that's what I want to leave you with is that the universe does have our back god universe divine whatever that higher power that you happen to believe in and if you don't believe in any of those things that's okay but um any kind of belief system that's outside of yourself that has a divine being of some sort does love you does have your back is there to serve you and sometimes we may not see it and sometimes we may not feel it and sometimes we may be like fuck you i don't like it <laughs> yeah i say a lot of that <laughs> however in the end the universe does have my back because as we're going to find show showcase next episode when I talk about what's really going on with my health, 
Um, if I hadn't come home, I wouldn't have gotten to the root of what's going on and it could have just continued to keep making my life a living hell. So coming home helped me sort that out. All right. I love you. Uh, I hope that uh, your life is filled with adventure and joy and pleasure and insight and wonderment and of course, divine intervention. <laughs> love you. And if you want some extra support, so here's the, here's the extra support piece of our episode today. If you're like, you know, I really could use some coaching to support me in learning how to uh, be able to say no to, you know, cause like I said, you know, I mean, I, I broke through all these things, but I broke through all these things because I've done a lot of work and a lot of healing. So I could, right. In all fairness, walking away from the money, walking away from um, the responsibility and obligations of running a retreat in the past, being able to say, no, I need to take care of me. All of those weren't, I wasn't necessarily years ago would be capable of doing that. So I, I, you know, I really need to say that like it's, so if you're like, if it's, if you have find yourself often choosing other people, obligations, um, other things serving uh, uh, above your own self, um, that's pretty normal. So if you want to support, you want some support to help you kind of move through that and heal that stuff to be able to find your no, to listen to your intuition, to listen to yourself, to set up the parameters of the boundaries in your life around you um, so that other people see the people were awesome. Oh, this is the last piece before I, you know, leave you is my people were amazing. They were like, yes, we understand. We want you to live. We love you. Oh my God, you look awful. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, my two co-hosts, they like, yep, we, they stepped up. They like, we got you, we got your back. You go do you, go take care of you. Um, so they made they made it very easy. And, and I want to give that both, you know, Dana and Madam K a big whoop whoop about that. They made that super easy. And my people who went on the retreat made it super easy. They were like, yep, do what you got to do. Um, they're like, you don't have any life spark no sparkles in your eyes oh my god you're not okay go home so but they made it easy because those relationship dynamics of setting parameters and boundaries and 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 being authentic with each other and radically honest with each other and all of these things were put into place in those relationships so that with that legwork was already there before we had an emergency that we had to push, we had to, you know, because they were just as disappointed and wishing that I was hit, that I was with them um, for many reasons. They were going to a scary place, they were doing things that were out of their norm, like all things that I was supposed to be the like I was, I was their anchor and I wasn't go, able to go. So they had to step up into places that were very uncomfortable for them to step up into. And they did it because they're like. We got to have Gaia's back. 
We love her. We don't want her to die. She needs to go home. So part of being able to do this is from all of the, the leg work that was put in, the relationship dynamics, the boundary setting, the honesty, the being able to say no, um, you know, choosing myself over, even though it felt awful, but like being able to do that, knowing that, you know, the people around me were going to be okay with it. And even if they weren't okay with it, I still needed to do this regardless. I was dealing, ready to take the, the, bun, the, the, the brunt of that or the consequences of that. And that's a big piece of the story that I needed to add to it is that, you know, if you're listening, oh, that must sound, sounds like it was easy for you to do. It was hard and it was easy because of all of the other work, pre-work that had done for years with people that were going as well as with my own stuff, being able to say no and choosing me. So if that is something that you are struggling with, reach out to me. You can reach out to me at GaiaMorissette.com um, and we can get you into some coaching situations and figuring out what's the best thing for you to help you find your voice um, and to be able to set parameters and boundaries and change relationship dynamics and, and to be able to live a life where you can choose you because the people want you to choose you, okay? Um, second thing I just want to talk to you is um, about being able to listen to the universe. Um, so if you're intrigued by being able to be magical, um, listening to your intuition, being able to you know, listen to the universe and, and figure out what your gifts are, magical gifts and energetic gifts and healers and all that stuff, um, I have an amazing pro uh, magic mentorship program. Um, that I help you find what that is for you with uh, also added one-on-one -on -one support with me. So if you're interested in that, um, the link is in the show notes. Um, you can go explore that. All right. I love you. Oh, what an adventure this is. <laughs> Again, listening is, isn't always about rainbows, unicorns, and orgasms. <laughs> Sometimes it is, but not always. All right. Mwah. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience. And I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. 
And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye. <laughs>